waiting for your lame dad joke. Oh, <laughs> burn already. Like two seconds in. Fuck you. <laughs> Where is the only place you can go and admit you're a whore? There's so many places. <laughs> Do tell. Before I get to the answer, Jesus. No, you tell me. <laughs> she already got the giggles. The only place you can go and admit you're a whore is Idaho. Wop, wop. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> no disrespect from anybody in Idaho listening from Idaho. You're not a hoe. Um, or if you are, that's hey, that's up to you. That's you your thing. Potato. It's all good. <laughs> wow. Now that. I think that coconut water is least. <laughs> For real. A little coconut rock in there is what you got. Ooh. Now we have to go to the liquor store. Yes. No. Next time. Next time. <laughs> all for me. All for me. Well, welcome to our third edition of Two Wolves in the Woods. Third edition? Yes. Yeah, third episode. Third episode. Third episode. Third edition. Third installment. No. All of that. That's incorrect. What? How? Because the third edition is like you made something and this is like the third of that kind you're revising. Yeah, it's a third podcast. It's a third. Uh, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, she had a little bit too much coconut water. Air quotes. <laughs> it is just coconut water. All right. I finished the wine earlier. Oh, there you go. That's <laughs> There you go. No, it was just like half a glass. That okay. was all that was left in the half bottle. Half a bottle of glass? No, just half a glass. <laughs> So we thought we'd do a little something uh, interactive, <clears throat> a little fun. Um, pro- conversation's probably still going to be a little deep, but um, I bought these cards a long time ago. I've seen a clip of people using these cards on Instagram, uh, and they're called Tonight's Conversation. Uh, perfect date night questions is what it is. You can buy these on Amazon. They're called Tonight's Conversation. They have different editions. This is just a date night one. They also have... The couple's intimate sex edition, which we have as well. We'll probably save that for another podcast. Uh, but that's what we're going to do. So we're going to grab a card, ask the question, and then we're both going to answer it uh, according to the question and our experiences. So, yeah. So okay. you want me to read first sure. or do, should you go first? Nah, you can go first. Uh, little background information this is the second time we're recording this podcast because i had a little technical difficulties the first time what a loser uh, i thought i hit record he didn't double tap In you fact, know you have to double tap yeah. all the time mm-hmm. this is Land <laughs> reference for those who haven't seen Zombieland. <laughs> yeah. i didn't press record twice and it didn't record and i think we were talking for like an hour and a half easily good job i went to go edit the podcast and it was nothing to edit so here we are yet again Another installment. There you go. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna draw one of these cards and just go at random. Or <clears throat> eh, just take it from the top. Fuck okay. it. Oh, okay. I'm just getting right to it. If divorce is divorce ever an option for you, why or why not? Yes, it is. Because if you're unhappy, then what's the point? True that. True. That's all I got. Oh, damn, Jesus <laughs> Christ. She's ready to go to sleep, I guess. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I don't know. We talked about it last podcast, like why, or last episode, last installment, according to you. Um, you know, if you're unhappy in a situation, why why linger, you know? Of course, it'll make us sad, and I would never want that, but 
the right. reality of it is that people change, people drift. You know, we try to make it so that that doesn't happen to us because I feel like we just, I feel like you and I are a really good team. I feel like we've always been a good team and we usually piggyback off of each other and in all aspects of life, just, you know, down to like cleaning or cooking or taking care of the household. And it's just one hand kind of just like washes the other, if you will. So to see that kind of just like fall apart would make me really, really sad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> divorce could be devastating for sure. Especially we're not getting a divorce, guys. We're okay. We promise. No, that'd be so fucked up. Like, <laughs> let's start a podcast and third episode, you know, we're getting a divorce. Get the papers. Wow. <laughs> if you haven't seen Half Steve Trevino, uh, that's from his bit. But um, yeah, divorce is something that I think people shouldn't be against. Um, it is a reality that occurs very often in society, right? It's a sad thing that it's a very high rate of divorce because I think people jump into marriage maybe too quickly sometimes mm -hmm. without really getting to know their partner or spending too much time with them. Um, I think in this deck, just browsing, I even think I saw a card saying, should people live with each other before getting married? And I think you should mm -hmm. because then you can learn the characteristics and personality of that person because you're around them a lot more. And then you can really tell, like, do I want to marry some person with these habits or um, can I deal with this or is something that I can just uh, work with or work around and still make this relationship work? Mm -hmm. If you get married and you haven't lived with each other and then you go right into living with each other, your world is going to be completely upside down. And then you're going to think that marriage changed your relationship. Correct. And it didn't. What did was that you weren't so familiar with the person that you married because you didn't live with each other. You lived separate lives. And in some cases, you might not even have to live with each other. You can live apart and still be married. There's something called a lat relationship. It means living alone together. Maybe you're just those kind of people that need their own space mm -hmm. and you operate better when you guys have time apart or you guys are so busy with work that you need isolated time to kind of focus on your work and you spend time with each other when you can but yeah so divorce shouldn't be off the table if the relationship is starting to dwindle just end it amicably and as peaceful as you can you don't have to go about it in a disrespectful manner i think you can still hopefully if you spend years with somebody and it's ending in divorce maybe it could end up in a friendship if you invested 20 years with somebody mm -hmm. you know if you guys have a lot of animosity then of course it's it might be an ugly divorce right but um yeah just you shouldn't just keep it off the table like i'm never getting divorced it's but till death do us part just no. like it says and then you end up till death do us part and then you're in jail you know what i'm saying <laughs> wow. so you don't want to do <laughs> any of that <laughs> i mean hey it happens like well, that though in some I, instances right yeah of course right. but that's just toxic relationship to begin of with, course so clearly something was off the rocker before but it's not it something that that's way. uncommon no um i think that you know, therapy is always an option. Mm -hmm. Couples counseling way before, you know, it gets to that point where you no longer want to be with each other just because I feel like, you know, I think everyone needs therapy. I mean, yeah. or at least just figuring out like what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And, mm -hmm. you know, try, try, try to do your best. So, but that's what I think. Okay. I think table should never be off. Um, I'm sorry. I, I don't think divorce should ever be off the table for anyone. Right. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Next. Oh, you want me to pick? Well, I got to pick the top. Let's just go to the top. It's just not doing this Russian roulette thing. 
If your credit score was a person, describe <laughs> what kind of person it would be. <laughs> That's funny. That's a funny ass question. It'll smell like approved. <laughs> It'll smell like yeah, you can get that car. It'll smell like yeah, you can get that bank loan. Yeah, I might have debt, but my credit good, bro. There you go. My credit good. <laughs> I got good credit, bro. Next card. Um. What would your credit be like? That was a question. You asked me the it's question. It's the same shit. Um, I mean, they don't know that. Bro, my credit score was higher than yours at one point. At one point. Yeah. Now that out. all this business shit is like, meow. Your credit yeah, usage sure. compared to mm-hmm. your. <laughs> yeah. So we started a GoFundMe too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Shit. All right. Let's see. Next question. <clears throat> When you look in the mirror, what kind of person do you see? I see a kind person, a loving person. What about you? Yeah, that's all you got? Okay. Yeah. All right. What do you want, a whole paragraph? I mean, yeah. We're doing a podcast. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I work all day. I got to work now, too. No, just yeah, <laughs> exactly. I got to do it, too. Um, no, a kind person, a gentle person, loving person. I mean, I give my all into everything that I do. You should know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I see. Got it. Uh, when I look in the mirror, I see somebody who is hardworking and resilient and caring you as hide. well. I'm like, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Where's the divorce papers? Because I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> FYI, he never calls me that, and that's nah, why it's no, no. so funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If I say it, it's during play. I don't. I think it's really disrespectful. Oh like, my god! Call your spouse a bitch, like just no. out of disrespect. I do it just playfully. You should but, call me an asshole or, or dick, like. But yeah, you'd really lose your teeth, and we yeah. both know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. See, look at that violence already. Yeah. Now yeah. you know if something happened, she was the violent one in this one. Situation. I know the land. I'll bury you. I know, know the land. <laughs> Why do you think I garden? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who does all the digging? So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, keep talking shit. I got a chainsaw. Got my exit plan. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love how you decompose. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so messed up. All right. Yeah, that's see? enough. Dark. That was very dark. dark. Fuck. Which childhood experience has shaped you the most? Do it. Oh. You answer that. Mm childhood experience that shaped me the most is <clears throat> obviously not having my dad in the picture you know what mm-hmm. i mean i mm-hmm. think i mentioned something like that in one of the podcasts we did and anyone who knows me knows that that was you know a, a big hurt in my life and i carried that for a very long time so yeah. maybe just a few years ago when i got some validation from you know really confronting my dad at the age of what 36 years old mm-hmm and asking him, you know, just like, why isn't he around? And why is he like catered to my sisters more? Or he's around them more? And just getting that validation from him saying like, it's not your fault. Like I made shitty decisions and I just, it's, it's all me. And so, I told you that. I told yeah, you of that. course. You and I know. I understand. No, I understood it and I know it, but you just need to hear it. Oh, I get that. You just need to hear it sometimes yeah. from that person's mouth. And if you never get that validation from your parent and they've, you know, basically, have shunned you a lot you know not to say that he was never around he did come around sometimes but he was very absent um in in a lot of big situations in my life i wanted him there mm-hmm. you know high school graduation or 
uh, me buying my first car, just little shit. You know, mm-hmm. you would think your dad would be there. It's just I didn't have those moments. Learning how to play a sport and learn that from him. Learning of that, if I didn't learn how to ride a bike from him, not that I learned my godfather helped me ride a bike, like yeah. my stepdad helped me ride a bike. You know, like so not having him was probably the biggest thing that shaped me because it taught me what I did and did not want to do. It taught me the kind of dad I wanted to be if I did choose to be a father one day. I said, these are the things I wouldn't do to my kid, and these are the things I want to do with my kid. So I think that is the biggest moment in my life that shaped me. Yeah. What about for you? I think watching my mom be a single mom for so many years definitely shaped who I've become because sometimes I forget to ask for help when I need it the most. Mm -hmm. And just, you know. It's like nobody can do it better than you can type of mentality subconsciously. Um, but I think it's just, you know, just having to do it all on your own. Because as a single mom myself, I had to do it for myself and for Aiden mm-hmm. for a little while. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that, that definitely shaped who I've become. Yeah. Just always being so strong and having to provide. So because no one else is going to do it for you. Yeah. It's true. Next. All right. That's a long one. Yeah. When in a relationship, do you feel it's appropriate to have a best friend of the opposite sex? Why or why not? Yes. Why not? What's the difference? You know, I feel like a friend is a friend. I mean, if you come into this relationship with these friends, I don't think your relationship should determine your friendships I mean I feel like every single person has like a specific role they play in your life whether it be temporary or long term and I think that you should cherish those relationships right because it's they're special you know and I think that if you are having issues with your significant other having friendships of the opposite sex it's something that you need to search within um, to figure out why it is it's bothering you not you your spouse Sure, that guy. <laughs> or girl. Um, why it's bothering. I'm saying in like in the third person, like why it's bothering them, right. them as to why their significant other can't have friends of the opposite sex. Right. Yeah. That's okay. what I think. Yeah. I, I agree. Cool. A lot of my friends are female. That's right. So um, I agree with that. And I've been in a situation <clears throat> like we discussed before where my ex wasn't fond of me having women friends. Um, and I think that's why we lost communication mm-hmm. for a very long time was we dated briefly before when we were young kids. Um, and then when I got with my ex-girlfriend, uh, she was very jealous that I had female friends. Like, me and Brenda still said friends, even though we dated. Um, and it was literally, like, we were just cool, but... Friends with benefits. She was... Well, no, it was at <laughs> one point where we were just friends. Yeah, we were just so, friends. Um, but yeah, she was just not the type to to like that so me being petty i was just like well you can't have any guy friends so there goes the insecurities you know what i mean so i wonder (laughs) how she must feel now how much how she must feel now yeah now knowing that we were friends and now that we're actually together and i don't think she knows oh okay i was just curious who i'm with unless she's stalking my instagram page Hmm, which she's been caught doing like when we first started dating oh yeah i remember that yeah i was like what the fuck is she still like in my pictures like you doing been broken up for like four years already that's funny yeah um just shows that she made a bad mistake (laughs) she made the errors and that's proof in the pudding but yeah i think that there's nothing wrong with having friends of the opposite sex especially if you're being honest you're being respectful 
Um, you're not just being sneaky about it. And if you bring it to the table and are upfront with it in the beginning of your relationship, like, yeah, no, this is my homegirl. I've known her since blah, blah, blah. Like, we're just really cool, you know? Um, I think that can be respected and honored rather than just, you know, your spouse being like, nah, like, that's not cool. I don't feel comfortable with that. Like, okay, so I think it's, I mean, maybe they might feel different if you were like, oh, yeah, I dated this person. You know what I mean? I used to sleep with this person. Then they might be like, ah, maybe there's a chance that there's still kind of some right. feelings there and I can see the uncertainty there. But if it's just a friend, then it's kind of like, eh, maybe you have some insecurities, you know, towards your spouse about that or, or about yourself that you don't want your spouse to have friends right. with the opposite sex. What about now? What do you mean? What about like now? if you are together and you do make a new friend, like, is that okay? I think it is. Yeah, of course it is. Okay, I was just curious. Why? I was just curious. Why, you have some friends? Yeah, sure, I yeah. have lots of friends. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got a guy friend you haven't told me about yet? Not at all. Oh, okay. He was like, oh, wait, maybe this is the opportunity I can bring it up. Shut up. <laughs> Get that fucking next car. <laughs> no, I mean, of course, we're, we're adults. I mean, yeah. we're going to meet new people. And we have met new people, and bunch of them are couples so yeah, yeah. it's only going to be natural that you become friends with the male counterpart of that couple right, right. what i'm gonna be like no you can't be friends with them like it's so stupid so and you working in your past job there was a lot of male at the job you mm-hmm. know what i mean who you were cool with and you are still cool with a bunch I'm of them till cool. this day yeah so and one of them was living with us for three years so right. like you know mm-hmm. I, I don't have um any insecurities about that so <laughs> Ways to torture him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you, bro. <laughs> you know, he brought it up the other day. Yeah. He sent me, like, a like a video on Instagram. It was funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, his friends were, like, pouring water on him, and then he remembered when we did that to him. <laughs> oh, that's because he was drunk as fuck then. Oh, man, he got so trashed. And we were like, we got to make sure this guy's alive, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he went to sleep, and we had to leave the bucket. We had to check up on him. Like, we put he him was, face down. <laughs> he was smacked. Like, I nearly had to carry him up the stairs because he was so drunk. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to have to get up and clean vomit because this guy is, like, comatose. He was fine. Um, but we had to, like, pour some water on his ass and wake him up. Like, we're good roommates. Yeah, kind of. I was trying to keep you alive. Sorry. Now you got good memories. That's what joke tell. Yeah. That was a long-ass time ago. God dang. Over a decade, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As low as eight. So, yeah, it was way oh before that. Holy at crap. At least, like, ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. Time flies, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Time flies when you're getting old. <laughs> Here you go. You want me to pick? Did I read the last one? I don't know. I did read the last one, yeah. Ooh. Do you want kids or more? Wait. <laughs> Where are my glasses? I know it's layered. Weird. I know. Do you want kids or more kids? If so, how many? Which of your qualities do you feel would make you a great parent? Do it. Mm. Do I want <clears throat> kids or want any more kids? Mm-hmm. Um well, I don't want any more kids, and also I cannot have any more kids because I had a vasectomy. Um, we can dive into that after I answer this question. But um, in the beginning, I never wanted kids growing up for mer- many reasons. And then just building a life with you and, you know, having that love there was like, yeah, let's let's just start a family. And that's what we did. But, you know, after that, it was just like, yeah, I think I'm good with just two kids and a dog. It's a lot to juggle already. It's a lot. It's a tough pregnancy. He was a very needy kid. Um, so it was very stressful for us. Um, it was exhausting. And I was just like, I don't I don't want 
to have more children and have it destroy our relationship for the sake of just having a bigger family. If that's going to jeopardize our relationship, I don't want that. I'd rather us just have two kids and raise them as best as we can and maintain our relationship because that's very important to me rather than just be like, oh, yeah, we have five kids together, but we hate each other's guts. Like, that's just so silly to me. And now (laughs) you have, you know, five kids in a home without their dad and mom together because they couldn't work it out because they had too many of us. (laughs) <laughs> essentially damn you blaming you know the I'm kids saying? no it's not blaming the kids that's the parents <laughs> fault for having so many kids you know what i mean they don't ask to be here i know um and what uh, my qualities would make me a great parent um i think the fact that i'm i don't know that's hard to say like i told you before like i think that's other people's opinion to say but I think just me being caring, me wanting the best out of people for society, for um, the future. Mm-hmm. I think that the the lessons and the morals that we have and we want to instill in our children to create good human beings, I think that would make me a good parent um, trying to give them the kind of household I didn't have mm-hmm. and showing them that I'm working hard to get this. I'm in no sense or fashion well off. We work hard for what we have and showing them that, that you can achieve all of these things by working hard and creating a space where they can experience that. Mm -hmm. Like, come help me do this or see how I do this or just telling them straight up, like, this is what we pay for bills. (laughs) So you know that this is responsibilities and this is what dad and mom does. So this way we're able to provide these things for you guys and you not take it for granted. Right. We're not well off. Like, we live check to check pretty much like everybody else. So for you to see these things and have these lessons early on um, can set you up in the future to realize, like, oh, okay, I have to work hard in order to, be successful and get the things that I want to in life. So I think those qualities of mine, you know, make me a good parent. Yeah. What about you? Um, initially, before you had your vasectomy, I definitely, you know, had a hard time with that. And I wanted more children, but, you know, we went back and forth with it and had a few heated conversations. <laughs> um, but eventually I, I came around and what made me come around was just, realizing that if the shoe was on the other foot, I would want you to respect my decisions. So I, in turn, had to respect yours, as difficult as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy that we have the kids we have. And no, I, I don't want any more children. Um, but what makes me qualified parent? <laughs> <laughs> Your parental resume. <laughs> my parental resume. See the bullet points. Yeah. Um, I think how much I love them um, because I feel like I go above and beyond for them, you know, just like in every aspect that I possibly can. So if they want to, you know, start a new hobby, we'll do all of the research to do that or, you know, just I, I take an interest in what they're interested in to a certain degree. Don't ask me to play video games with you because I'll throw up. So (laughs) anything else, hands down, we can do. Um, I think, yeah, I I think just being the loving person I am qualifies me as a great parent. 
Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, I try to instill good qualities into them, so. Yeah. You know? We're raising the next generation, so it's only the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. We want to, you know, leave this world better than we found it, so to speak. For sure. That's how I see it. Yeah. So you have to do everything in your power to make sure that you have well-balanced children, healthy children, mentally, emotion, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's important. I yeah. think that's really important. Like, we, we have mental health checks often. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just something that we instilled because, you know, it's it's a lot. And we, we have busy lives, and we just want to make sure that everyone has what they need and we're not overlooking anyone. And, you know, I like the other day when the kids were upstairs and I was downstairs by the steps and I was like, what do you guys want more of? Are you guys happy? And they're like, we want to spend more time with dad. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just kind of just validates that we're doing a good job. Yeah. You know, Aiden goes, yeah, I don't want to spend money, any more time with you. I spend enough time with you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right. It's <laughs> funny. Great. You know, yeah. um, so that was that was interesting. So it's kind of cool to just check in with them periodically and see where they mm-hmm. are and what they need and how we can help. So Right. I'll yeah. piggyback off that question. It just came to my head. <clears throat> so I know it says to think of a quality that you think makes you a great parent. Now, what quality of mine do you think makes me a good parent? Your devotion to your family. I think you are probably one of the most devoted persons, people. Persons. <laughs> Individual. <laughs> it's late. Don't, don't. Keep it down. <laughs> right, we're going to get yelled at. Yeah. We're going to get yelled at. It's past bedtime on yeah. a school night. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think your devotion to your family okay. makes you an amazing dad. Oh, thank you. And husband. Hmm. Next. <laughs> Damn, she don't even want to know what I think of her. Oh, All right, so yeah. we'll go to the next question. Sure, sure, oh, sure, Jesus sure. Christ. We can do that. Um, I don't want to be in the hot seat. <laughs> you're not in the hot seat. I'm talking. You're right. Uh, <laughs> what quality of yours I think makes you a great parent? I think your ability to be empathetic and feel what they feel and be understanding of their emotions. That is probably the biggest um, trait of yours, I think, that is really important for them Mm. to know that someone is giving them validation of their feelings that they matter um, no matter what it is whether you be angry with me (laughs) whether you be sad about something that we have no control over but the fact that you'll take interest and take care and pay attention to what they're telling you they're feeling in that situation, whether it be joy or sadness or anger, um, and to sit down and try to dis- dissect them with that and come up with a solution and how we can navigate that more. And then, you know, even if it's something uh, they say that could be uh, <clears throat> negative about us, you know what I mean? Like, um, oh, you're on your phone too much today, or um, Oh, yeah. You didn't play with me too, uh, enough this weekend. You know what I mean? They'll check uh, both of us 100%. And that's something we instilled with them. Like, hey, like I need some time with you. Yeah. I want to spend time. Like, speak up. Yeah. Tell me what you need so yeah. this way we can give it to you. Because if you don't, then we're not going to know. Yeah. I can ask you. But if you don't tell me, then there's nothing I can do. Right. So I think that quality of yours is really, really big in holding the foundation of this family together. Um, because it, it definitely shows them that their feelings matter, no matter the size of it or um, if it 
it's happier side. Yeah. 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 I love that. Thank you. I try. It's hard. It's really hard. There's no it's... manual for parenting. We have to just make mistakes and just correct them as we go. We're going to yeah. make mistakes. You're going to fuck up as parents. It just is what it is. It's natural. You know, yeah. you're busy lives. You're trying to sustain your family by, you know, making money and feeding them and keeping mm-hmm. a roof over your head. And then you still have to worry about emotions mm-hmm. and them growing. And then you have hormones because they're going through puberty and you know, the interests are changing rapidly. and Their clothes are changing rapidly. So your bank account is changing rapidly. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of things that go into it. You, you know what I mean? You are so, absolutely 100% yeah. correct. I mean, yeah. it, it, and it shows. It shows because, you know, even now, like I've noticed a change in both of them and just like how I've been parenting them and just having these conversations, mm-hmm. honest conversations with them. Like Logan told me yesterday, he goes, I'm, I'm sorry, you're so stressed, mom. And I was just like, that's really really sweet like you see me you yeah. see me doing all of these things mm-hmm. um and you know even Aiden too he's kind of just like June he does check-ins with me he's like you good you need anything you need my help with anything even though deep down you know he hates <laughs> yeah he's like ah, please be no don't don't please be no <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to take out the trash yeah. again <laughs> yeah. but that's because um, we communicate with them you know what I mean yeah, like hey plays a huge role please like, just great. if we ask you to do a chore just please do it. It's not for us to be hard asses. It's teaching you responsibility, teaching you that nothing in this world is free. You have to work hard for what yeah. you want to earn. Mm-hmm. And also that we can use a little bit of help because yeah. mom and dad are also juggling a lot of things. You and know that's what, what I'm I saying? tell them. I'm like, so listen, like, I'm doing okay, all of this and I, I need it. your help to you know? do that. Yeah. And they get it. And they're like, oh, okay. Like everyone springs to action. Like, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. And yeah. It is kind of funny because, you know, when I worked in the animal hospital, it was the same way. Like, you, if you notice someone's drowning, you kind of just, like, put away what you can put away and help that person and just figure out mm-hmm. how best to navigate it. Like, yo, if you need to go to the bathroom and sit there for five minutes, go wet your face, just decompress. Mm-hmm. You know, working in an animal hospital, it's it's heart-wrenching, right? Like, you're dealing with yeah. life-and-death situations on a constant basis. Yeah, yeah. You're dealing with... Um, emergencies, you know, you're dealing with the loss of a senior pet that you've taken care of your whole life or their whole life. So it's like all of that plays a role. So just being able to just be someone or be, yeah, be there for someone is mm-hmm. is important. So I kind of just, yeah. I guess I kind of took that yeah. from from work. Yeah, it's an array of motions that, yeah. that happen there and to be somebody's I mean, crutch they when they need yeah, it is yeah. definitely helpful. Yeah, sure. I mean, they used to call me mom. Like, I was like the mom, like the caregiver. Yeah. Like, what can I do? Like, I would feed my girls like when they're at mm-hmm. dentals because they've been sitting there for too long or right. let me get you a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Like, please take a break. Like, let me watch your vitals. Go pee. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like little things like that. So I feel like when all hands are on deck, like it just makes things go so much smoother. So yeah. I just don't understand how you know, with couples who've been together for so long or even just, you know, newly couples, like why are they not helping each other out? You know, like why is it the sole responsibility of one person to do all of these things when the mm. other person just gets to sit on their ass? That's, like, that, um, like that's not okay. That's old society ways too embedded in that person's brain. Yeah. So they think that, gender roles have to be a certain way just because you're this gender you have to do this no, just that. because you're this gender you have to do no. that um it doesn't work that way it should just be equal I agree. you know what and i mean and that's why i go back to just us being a good team like yeah. you can see when i'm struggling and yeah. vice versa and it's just like let me let me help you i mean do we get on each other's nerves and just like walk away from each other from time to time sure 
fine. But for the most part, it's just like, all right, let's try to make this smoother for everyone so that everyone mm -hmm. is happy. Yeah. I want a well-doiled ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, some people that's just, just how I see it. Some people want to be given everything and give very little. No, it's that's not That's okay. the problem. It's definitely not okay. But some people don't work that way. They think that... It's selfish. It's extremely selfish. And I feel that some people who... Maybe if they're the financial breadwinner, they tend to lean into that way more. Like, I'm making all the bacon yeah, no and way. you have to do everything else. Like, nah, listen, yeah. just because maybe the finances might not be equal, but you can have a balance in other things, mm -hmm. right? They still might need help at home doing laundry, taking care of the kids, cleaning the house, getting things ready for the next day, dropping off the kids, you know, to making yeah. dinner. Like, you can still have a balance in other aspects, just because they financially might not be making more money than you are or as equal as you doesn't mean they're of any less than you are. Yeah. So just equality, right? right? That's just, and that's kind of what's happening in society right now, right? Like Michael Shea, stand up, he said, it's ridiculous that we have to be here and just talk about the same thing. Like we're not even asking for anything astronomical. For those right. that don't know, Michael Shea is a black man. He said, the only thing we're asking for is to be equal. We're not asking to be better. Mm -hmm. We're not asking for more. Mm -hmm. We're asking to be equal. Mm -hmm. And that is a problem. And that's where society has this table that's uneven because they think they're greater than them because of how things have been all along and right. things need to change. But, that's, I mean, but that's yeah. like what I had told you a while back where it's like you, you think about society and i feel like there's always going to be someone on the bottom yeah like how messed up is that um, it's it's terrible it's terrible but unfortunately like no, no that's how i don't think that's ever going to change I you know. know what i mean it's never going to change there's always going to be a hierarchy it's just how it is it's pretty shitty it is shitty but you know we're people are trying to work to get things equal and hopefully it does start Let's to change just buy you know land I mean? and, and just grow our own stuff and build we our have own some community. land right now it's like sweet. a whole community all right first we got to build debt <laughs> and then hit the lottery and then we can do that but <laughs> the whole chain of events that have to happen yeah but yeah equality in the relationship is huge yeah. you know don't think lesser of somebody just because they may not be able to do the same thing you do mm -hmm. see where they can fit the relationship maybe do something you can't so this way there right. is a balance exactly you know but that's saying? like with everything right like you know you're good at something and i may not be good at that but there's something that you're not good at then i thrive in and right. so we kind of just you know pull from each other and i i don't know i struggle <laughs> <laughs> i struggle with why people can't see things the way i see them and i know that sounds weird right because who the fuck am I? And I get that. But it's just, it's, I feel like certain things can just be common sense. And, mm -hmm. but then again, it's, it's unity for me. You know, I'm, I look, I look to that. I, I, I want a world like that. I want a world where everyone yeah. is kind of just happy, right? Because right. it's like, if you're happy, I'm happy. What could go wrong is, mm -hmm. is how I see it. Yeah, for sure. I, I think know. the same way. And I think that's why we work well <clears throat> together, right? But I think the problem with a lot of people is that, Greed and power yeah. take over, and then that's where things go wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where a lot of things go wrong. Um, but let's not stray too far because we're gonna end up going into this whole <laughs> tangent, social yeah. political thing that's gonna be for our podcast. But um, yeah, that's 
equality, guys. Just treat each other equal and communicate, and your relationship will work itself out. Mm. You know, if mm-hmm. you want it to work out, you just got to put the work in. Yes. So the next question is, <laughs> did you receive beatings slash whippings as a kid? Would you discipline your children using corporal punishment? Why or not? Why or why not? So, yes, I was. Um, you was beat as a kid? My ass got wit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and no, I wouldn't use corporal punishment or what was the other one? Corporal punishment. Why or why oh. not? Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think that hitting kids is is disrespectful. I mean, you know, let me hit you. See how you like that. You're not going to like it, right? Especially when I'm sleeping, I definitely don't like it. <laughs> I, I think it's, I feel like it's irresponsible. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you, you break that bond and that trust that your children have. Mm-hmm. And and what are you teaching them? You're teaching them to retaliate, be, retaliate right? They <laughs> And they get better at hiding whatever it is that they got in trouble in the first place for. Mm-hmm. I, I think just having the open conversation and just... You know, letting them know that what they're doing is inappropriate for whatever reasons is is should suffice. You yeah. know, and just give them how it makes you feel. Like, explain that to them. Be like, it hurts me when you do this because of these reasons. And I feel like they, in turn, can reciprocate that. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah. Same. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't really beaten as a kid. Um, <clears throat> thanks, Mom. Um, she was also a terrible slipper thrower, so there's no fear there. Um, yeah, you can stand in front of her and feel like Neo in the Matrix. Like, this is not going to hit you. Don't worry about it. But um, I was also a very sensitive child. You can just scream, and I would cry. Uh, so there was really no need to beat me. I was just super sensitive, and that probably comes from not having a dad and, you know, bottling up those emotions and just being a sensitive kid to other things I've seen happen in the household um, but yeah uh, I don't I don't believe in beating your children either I think it's traumatizing it's also very unfair so it's degrading it makes them feel it's, less it's than extremely human. disrespectful and it's it's abusive and no matter what form it is right like yeah I just I, I just whipped on the ass like yeah still that's that's something that's gonna affect them in a way that they're not gonna like it Two things are going to happen, right? They're going to either clam up and not want to tell you anything or they're going to resent you and then probably try to strike you back. Um, and I've seen that happen in situations. But, um, yeah, beating your kids is not cool. If you see a grown man beating on a teenager, you would say, like, yo, that's fucked up. But if you see a grown man whipping his kid's ass in the supermarket, you think that's okay? Like, it's not. It's not okay. That child cannot defend themselves from a grown adult. So to think that beating your kid is something that is necessary necessary or should be done is terrible that's that old programming Mm -hmm. from back in the days saying kids need to get their ass whipped that's why this is not happening no kids don't need to get their ass beat to learn kids need to be taught and spoken to and have an open dialogue with their parents in order to understand why they don't do things Mm -hmm. in order to just be a respectful child right you have to raise that child to be respectful and if all you're doing around them is berating them yelling cursing slamming things beating them you think they're going to grow up to be respectful no they're probably going to be a wild child who is 
disrespectful and rebellious. Or they will just completely shut down and yeah. will need therapy for the rest yeah. of their lives. Yep. So and be emotionally damaged. Yeah. So I don't think beating your children is the way to go whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I've not laid hands on these kids at all. Mm -hmm. um, at the extent I probably tugged on an ear, but that's about it. I've never laid hands on, on them. It yeah. just... It's unnecessary. No, you can they, deal they with know. When ways. I when I raise my voice, it's just like, oh shit, she's pissed off. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. And it takes a lot for me to get there. Yeah. I feel like before I used to fly off the handle a lot faster, but now I feel like it's been. I've, I've checked. I've checked myself in the last years. Yeah, I mean, I try to do the same as well. Yeah. Should not try to. Uh, They're also getting older. Too, you know what I mean? Know? It's just like a like you are old enough to know to do these things mm -hmm. <laughs> like and they will many. forget but and they still will, and that's fine you know you kind of mm. have to meet them halfway and nothing ever is ever going to be perfect like am i on them about their messy rooms because there's toys or clothes or whatever like no like that stuff doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you <laughs> once it gets too out of control then yeah of course you well do. of course when it I've gets out of control fly off the handle of well yeah because it's just like you have a, an absolute disaster in here and this is why doing a room check once in a while is this, but that's the thing, know, right? Necessary. Like this is your space. This is your private space. This is your bedroom. Your responsibility. Yeah. You know, if you need me to help you with something, I'm I'm happy to help you. But you also have to understand that mommy's plate is really really full. Mm -hmm. So it is up to you to make sure that you take care of your things. Yeah. Because it's just one less thing off of my plate, and also it teaches them responsibility. Yeah. That's basically all it is. Like you have minimal chores here, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, very minimal. <laughs> like just very. That that's it. Just, yeah. And of course they help me. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. can you do this or can you do that? But you know, and it's just it just reminded me. You know when I asked Logan to get me the book earlier, mm -hmm. and he was like, "What what are you gonna do for me?" No. He, he said, what's the favor? What's the favor? Yeah. So yeah. he he came back up like a little while later. And he was like, what I meant was, because I did that for you, what's in it for me? Uh -huh. <laughs> and I was just like... That's funny. What? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> when someone asks you for a favor, you do it because it's they... not a payback. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm asking you because I wanted you to, you know, help yeah. me get something or whatever it was. Not an IOU. Not dude. an IOU. <laughs> I said, you have to understand it. Sometimes we have to do things for people because we want to help them so yeah. that they can just have a little bit less on their plate. Mm -hmm. He's looking at me like, whatever, mom. <laughs> yeah, but then... <laughs> but he gets it. It was a good lesson. You know, I said, you, so you can't always expect something in return. Of course. But yesterday, so. he's also like, um, I'm really happy Aiden got his PS5. And okay. Aiden's like, oh, it's because you're getting a PS4, right? He was like, no. Even if you didn't give me the PS4, I would still be happy for you. Aww. Just because I know you wanted it for a long time. That's so cute. So it's like, you know, he gets it that you just, you know things can be done for a person just to make them feel happy or yeah. just to help them so good. he gets it and all right good. sometimes he can just be a little <laughs> jokester silly, so, silly silly guy yeah for sure yeah. um on to the next one it's your turn to read what is the craziest thing you've ever done craziest thing i've ever done um craziest everything i've ever done for fun we'll take it there um skydiving Okay. It's probably the craziest thing I've ever done. Jumping out of a plane um, with a blanket to stop you is kind of <laughs> crazy. Um, and it's not something that I planned to do. It wasn't something that I was like, yeah, let's go skydiving. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll do it one day. And then 
my cousin who was my best man at the wedding picked me up the week before my wedding and you know was like hey you know where we're going I said nope and then I realized one of our friends wasn't there and I was like oh man we're going skydiving he was like yep I was like damn it <laughs> so we went I was not prepared I was in shorts and a short sleeve shirt and yep. going up that high is not wise because it's cold up it's there cold guys up there. <laughs> so yeah, that was probably the craziest thing I've ever done for a thrill. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could have pulled out. I could have been like, nah, I'm not doing that. But yeah. I was just like, yeah, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Let me do it. That and shark cage diving. I was That was mine. I was going to say that. But yeah, that was probably... Well, we did it together, so... We did do it together, I yeah. I just put it all over myself. I know. Look at that. Sorry. I'm glad I got the filter on the microphone. You're going to hear... <laughs> <laughs> I get excited. I'm like, oh, hey, that's mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, we yeah. did the cage shark diving. So that's probably the yeah. craziest thing for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay. That was yeah. fun. And then my foot got stung by a baby, tiny jellyfish. On the way out. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was fun. I remember that. Yeah. Those sharks were pretty big. They were like 10 oh, feet and 6 feet. Galapagos and sandbar sharks during mating pregnant. season. A lot of them were pregnant. Yeah. One had a big hook in its mouth. And they snarky. were... They give you a... Uh, an idea of how close they were to the cage. If I stuck my arm out of the cage, You'd I probably could have touched them <laughs> easily. Um, You'd so lose it. three feet away, and they were pretty calm. They were pretty calm. They were just kind of swimming around, checking out the cage. They weren't aggressive. No one, none of them bumped the cage. None of that. Mm-hmm. So they were, they were pretty just <clears throat> curious. Yeah. is the word. They were curious as to like what's going on here. Um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was, was interesting. Yeah, Hawaii is a hell of a place to visit, man. Mm-hmm. So I want to go again. Do you? Yeah, for sure. I want to go. I would too. go, but I would want to stay. Like, I'll go to like Hilo or something like that. Yeah, like so an, like an island. Tropical. An island, huh? huh yeah. <laughs> One of the <laughs> the more tro- tropical side because <laughs> we were in Oahu, yeah. and yeah. that's more like the city. city. It's the capital. Mm-hmm. It's literally like Fifth Ave in New York City. You walk down, there's a PF Chang's, there's a Coach store, there's like yeah. you know those kinds of Fifth Ave type of stores there and it's still like four blocks from the beach but yeah it is very much so a city um so you would have to go to like maui or hilo or something like that and feel like the tropic side of hawaii and i agree if i go back to hawaii i would want us to go to yeah. one of those stay in like a little bungalow or something mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. definitely something i want to do yeah for sure Let's see what we got next how do you tend to your mental health mental like health check I I like to and this is bad, right? Because I I wait too long <laughs> between between times that I do the, my check-ins and carve out time. So I like to carve out a little bit of time to, you know, read a book or color or I don't know, do my nails or whatever. Um, but it's usually like after I've already had like a shitty day or like a shitty week. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm just like ready to explode. Um, but, you know, I've, I've been trying to be a little bit more mindful. And, you know, sometimes I'll just do all of my chores or my work or whatever it is. And homeschooling with Logan. And I'll kind of just come upstairs and meditate for a little bit or, you know, use my crystals and, you know, use my tarot cards. And sometimes listen to music and just like dust, you know, the the thing the shelf <laughs> the shelf it's like the big shelf we have with like our crystals and our like the books, books and, and yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. musical instruments and stuff like that yeah. but um yeah that's that's what i do i try to i mean now that it's cold i can't really do any gardening so mm-hmm. it makes me really sad but i've been planning so lots of plans in my head so get ready 
I'm, I'm not getting ready for anything. <laughs> That's not my hobby. That's you. You got a green You want thumb. this food? Um, listen. You want these tomatoes? You want this eggplant? I got so many projects to do, all right? <laughs> when you start building shit, then I'll start helping with the garden. Uh-huh. That's going to be the trade-off. There. Uh-huh. Balance. We just talked about balance, ma'am, all right? <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, you pick up a drill, pick up a shovel. All right, fine. <laughs> I pick up a drill. You can't give it to me. <laughs> you, <do. laughs> you such a liar. I, I built stuff when you weren't home. Okay? A little three-tier shelf. I built it, didn't <laughs> I? like five minutes. Yo, shut up. Yo. <laughs> I built the whole fence from scratch outside. She's talking about building a little tier, three-tier you act, caddy. You act like I didn't freaking help you. You're such a jerk. Oh, man. You helped me. Yeah, you I did. I wish there was a video you, camera right now. You held all of the chicken wire wire staples. That shit is heavy. Yeah, I dug the holes in all the damn concrete and you dug it out and lover. put all the cement in and put so all ungrateful. the four by four post <laughs> in. And yeah. <laughs> so ungrateful you held the wire. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it was a 50 ungrateful. foot roll. It was heavy. Yeah. I'm little. That shit towered me. And it would pinch my fingers all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then I'd have to unroll it. So it's more work for me, son You're of a welcome. B-word. <laughs> what do I do for mental health check-ins or mental health to tend to my mental health? Um, <clears throat> silence for me is big. Just being quiet and just being in my own thoughts. And just even if I'm really stressed out, I just can't have noise. I just like it to be quiet and just talk to myself in my head. Or if I need to focus on a task, I'll just do that and pay attention to that. Or maybe read um, a little bit. Or I don't meditate often as I should. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should do more of that. There's a I lot of stuff probably, you used to do that you no longer do. Yeah, because I just like <laughs> don't I don't have the time for it. Or it's just like it seems like more work to do. Even though I know it's not work, it's going to be beneficial to me. But I probably should get back to meditating and stretching and working out with, you know, great for my mental health because it was a way of relieving stress and you know getting my my energy levels up after a workout i feel like more energized and more awake and just like that's what you know kind of gets me going and pushing that yeah it's yeah of course you're exerting energy but when you exercise long enough mm. and you have built up the consistency so now you have a routine and now you're used to working out these certain days or mm-hmm. this is my routine i, I keep up with you feel a sense of accomplishment and then you're like all right like this feels good because i know I'm, i have this common goal of of this in my mind that i want to achieve and you feel good about that so at the end of the workout you feel like oh yeah accomplished you know it's an accomplishment feeling um i went hiking earlier yeah. i did not yeah of course not but it's it's not <laughs> like i enjoy it of course it's right. amazing but feeling the pain afterwards is just you have to and granted i haven't I, I hiked for longer than i've hiked in a very long time that's that's uh, it with the dog who's also a bit of a puller so we were working on stuff too yeah but i came back and my lower back was killing me i'm sure and my legs i know tomorrow's gonna feel hell of a lot worse yep. she's gonna have them doms <sighs> you have delayed onset muscle soreness i hate it i yep, hate 100%. the pain associated with fitness yeah it it's gets better fun. the more consistent you are. I think you're lying. I'm not lying because <laughs> I've been plenty of times I've been sore, but it's manageable. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, not leg day is always going to be killer. You know what I mean? It's always just going to feel like a deer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I need to get back to meditation. I think I need to get back to um, uh, 
working out for sure. I want to start just playing that steel tongue drum uh, as well. I just love the way it sounds. Like Logan was messing with it the other day, and I'm just like, oh, it sounds mm-hmm. so nice. So he loves it there. I need to just get into that and just be able to to do that to tend to my mental health and um, weed helps with my mental health as well you know i have a a medical card and that does help with my anxiety whenever i'm feeling way overwhelmed if i know i don't have to do anything then maybe midday i'll take a couple pulls to help me mellow down and focus Mm -hmm. um this way i'm not super tense and feel like i need to tackle too many tasks at once Mm -hmm. you know like i didn't get this done today and then I feel like I didn't do anything, even though I might have did a ton of things. But in my brain, because I have a lot to do, yeah, it's like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So the marijuana will literally make me hone in and just be like, "You're good, bro. Like, mm-hmm. chill. You straight. Yeah. Like, just calm down, relax, ease up." <clears throat> and I don't smoke to get stoned where I'm sitting on the couch stuck. Has it happened in the past? Of course it has. But now using it as a medical practice is taking a different light on me. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. smoke all day long. It's literally like a night ritual to help me relax and not think so much and not overthink so much, I should say, because thinking is not bad. But when you're overthinking about things that you shouldn't be, you start to feel overwhelmed. And that's when the anxiety and stress starts For to sure. spark up. So that, that happens to me. Sometimes yeah. I find that there's just certain tasks that I don't have the energy to do, but I know that they need to get done. And I will totally take a few pulls and just get zen and then focus on that particular project and just get it done yeah yeah it's it's interesting yeah it makes things definitely more manageable yeah for sure and now that we're adults and like using it in a different sense than when you were kids and just using it recreational to have fun or just using it recklessly i would say Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because you didn't have any idea of the benefits of this plan and what it really can do you were just doing it because probably your friends were doing it you know what i mean or it was something that in the social group it was getting done but now as an adult like learning the effects and the health properties of this plant has definitely made me have a greater respect for it um and it's something that i definitely use as medicine yeah and you also learn like how much to do and how much not to do Mm -hmm. to get the desired effect yes right like Mm -hmm. if you just want to sleep all right maybe i'll take a little bit more if i want to be functional or whatever i'll take a lot less and or know what strains do what to your bodies you know what i mean like that that can be key as well because yeah you might have different effect on certain people but for me indicas and hybrids work very well for me and um Again, I, I'm somebody who can overthink a lot of things, so sativas are not great for me. So you know what I mean? Like down. they just yeah. make me no, they don't shut me down. They no. make me they make my head go too much, make me think too much. The sativa. Yeah. No, that's just, what I'm saying. You said indicas and hybrids, so that yeah. those kinda just mellow you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not shut down, but it just kinda makes me focus. You know what I mean? Um I clearly have to choose my words wisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it's not closing me down. Closing me down would be like you stuck on the couch, you know. What no. I mean? like, that's being closed down for sure. It's just uh dive no. too high. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be that, that high, sense. you know what I mean? I don't but I know stuck. you don't get that way, so I know. That's what I'm saying. Unless you eat a five hundred milligram gummy. Oh yes, whole <laughs> yeah. other story. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was what a day. So what a day. No, thank you. What a day. They do not sit well with me. No. Uh, but yeah, here's the next one. Oh, you want me to pick? Yeah, I read the last one. 
<laughs> do you feel both partners should contribute equally to all household bills? Why or why not? Oh, we just answered that in the other question. Like, I'm going to go with yes. Yeah, it's, it's a yes, of course. That has to be a balance. Okay. There, there has to. We just spoke about that. Uh, I'm going to look at these because I think that. Oh, you definitely grabbed a lot more. Yeah. Um, I'll probably We can probably do like two or three more. Sure. That's probably it. Yeah, what's the. Okay, let's do that. And let's do these are for fun. Uh, let's do that. These are for fun. These are fun. Oh. Uh, let's say I'll put these here, but that's what happens when you try to see two words at once. Yeah, profound. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go. yeah, you can do that. Whatever. Have you ever blown up, called, or text repeatedly without getting a response? Someone's phone before. If so, what was the reason? Have I ever blown up somebody's phone with phone calls and text messages without them responding? Yeah. If so, what was the reason? Have I ever done that? Hmm. Yeah. One time. One time. One time. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never doing that shit again. Uh-huh. And that was with my ex. And it was the day before we broke up. Oh. It was the day before we broke up. I was okay. getting no response. Not even the day. It was the same day we broke up. So I didn't hear from her she said she was going out with a friend that I didn't really know of and um, I didn't hear from her like at the end of the night so I'm like that's weird so I have a hard time sleeping I wake up and I'm like still no phone call it's like noon mm. nothing and I'm like what the fuck is going wow. on now I'm worried now I'm yeah, concerned for your safety right because you went out with some friends supposedly that I don't know and now I'm not hearing from you for like nearly 24 hours so I'm reaching out to like everybody we both know, reaching out to friends of hers. Like I'm texting her phone, no answer, calling, 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 nothing, leaving Just to voice make sure she's like, alive, yeah. yo, like what's up with you? Like I haven't, heard, like we've been together three years and this say, is the first yeah. time I haven't heard from you in almost 24 hours. Like I'm concerned now. Right. And then, you know, when I finally spoke to her and we just, you know, put the blame game on me and, and that's when we broke up and yeah. So I was just like, you know what? I'm not doing that shit ever yeah. again. It's mm-hmm. not happening. So, yeah. Yeah, it's the only time I've ever done that. Got it. Yeah. Uh, No. <laughs> I don't think I've done this before. Um, I kind of, I feel like I just, if I don't hear from you, I don't hear from you. You know what I mean? Like, I'll shoot the message. But if you don't respond, I think silence is an answer on its own. Oh, yeah, it definitely can be. Um, yeah. No words can say a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to go with no. Well, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I will say <laughs> that I did text you a few times and called you a few times. Oh, yeah, I banged it on the <laughs> bang. Me? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, see, wow. you just remember that now, right? Uh-huh, yeah. I was about to say, you sure you never did that? Because I remember vividly you doing that to me. <laughs> I was like four times, like, nope, we're not doing this. Wow. We're not I doing not, this. You're right. Like, you yeah, were I know. so right. And then you just texted me, why are you keep acting up on me? I was, like, no, I was trying to have a conversation with you. Yeah, nah, I know. You was trying to violate me. I was trying to disrespect you. I was like, you ain't doing that shit. Nope. Well, what I was going to say was when you went missing. <laughs> And your mother was like calling everyone. Oh, when I went missing. <laughs> Dika missing. I was like, Ma, he's probably Yo. at a girl's house. He oh probably had a girl's God. house. His phone died. Lo that's and behold, funny. that's exactly what ended up happening. Exactly. What happened. Yeah. But that's, you know, my stepfather's the moron. He saw me the day I left. 
and I told him like I'm gonna, I'm going out on a date like we're gonna go for dinner or whatever I wasn't anticipating staying out all night but he saw me that day it's like three o'clock that day so I leave I talk to like three of my other friends that my mom knows right I speak to my boy I've known since I was like eight I speak to one of my cousins somebody else and my mom knows all of them and she called all of them they all said, we don't know where he is. I'm like, y'all all know where I was. What are y'all doing, bro? My mom is looking for me. Yeah, like, she what's was scared. The fuck? Like, you yeah. should tell her, oh, what am I going to tell you? Your mom, you was at a hotel with a yeah. girl? Yes, motherfucker. Yeah. That's what yes. I told her. I wasn't cheating on anybody. I wasn't with anybody. It's not like I was secretive. <laughs> yeah, I had a date and I ended up staying the night with her. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's simple. She's, so she's not worried about her kid. Like, yeah. even though I was like 24. She was Sick. She was so sick. Even your even Monty called me. Your Yo, called me. Yeah. That was bad. She was calling people I didn't even date anymore. Yeah, she pulled up like I phone. Fuck, she called T Mobile to get my yeah. phone records. Yeah, like it was record. just crazy. Mm-hmm. I turned the phone on and I had my battery died. This is back in the, like the, I think the psychic eras. So I didn't have my charger with me. Again, not anticipating being out. I get home, I plug it up, I have I don't know, like sixteen voicemails. Like, I don't know, 30-something text wow. messages. AOL was, like, blown up from everybody. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? The moment I walked into the door, my mom was, like, sitting in my room, and she just started crying. Aww. Like, oh, my God, where were you? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I told Junior where I was going. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude knows where. I called, they didn't tell me they didn't know you. I was like, oh, my God, what the hell is wrong with them? Yeah. Like, I, I literally spoke to one of my cousins right before my phone died. Yo, I'm going to hit you tomorrow. I wasn't planning on it, but I'm staying over with this girl, and my phone's about to die. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, I bet, cuz I got you. And my mom speaks to him and did not a word. I'm like, y'all are dumb, bro. Like, yeah. y'all no common sense. But, yeah, I did. I went deep and missing for 24 hours. And, and then that's what she was telling me. She was like, you guys should have stayed together. I was like, we were never together, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, my God. That f- I spent that entire weekend. <laughs> I spent that, no, that entire shift. I had to go to work. Oh, you had to go to work. I had to go to work. That's right, that's I only, right. I was working nights back that's then. Right. I was working like 3 to 10. So I got back home at like, it was like 12.30 or 1 o'clock. And I'm like, yo, I got I literally have to get dressed and go to work. So I put my phone to charge. I took a shower. I put on clothes. And I left. Mm-hmm. And I'm at work with the phone on the charger, answering phone calls, texts, and telling everybody, like, yo, I'm good. Like, yo, you all right? What happened? Like, you went missing. I'm like, I didn't go missing, man. My phone died. I was with a girl. Like, yeah, it was... Yeah, my mom's like, I was ready to call the FBI. Yeah. I'm like, she, I'm FBI? Telling you, what she the was, hell? Your mother was sick. I wasn't even sick. gone 24 hours. We had a long conversation. I'm like, Ma, he's probably with a girl and his phone died. And that's exactly what ended up happening. Exactly what happened. See, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Maui. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> All oh, right. Shit. Uh, what's the first thing you notice about the opposite sex? The first thing you notice. A nice smile. <coughs> Excuse me. A nice smile. But eyes. I like eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, blue ones that I don't have. Shut up. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a sucker for blue eyes, which is funny because it's not my typical type. Huh. What happens when you watch a bunch of Viking Vikings, shows yeah, and Lord of the Rings and yeah, Game of Thrones and all right. that yeah. shit? Mm-hmm. Damn colonizers. Wow. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm that's kidding. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. No, you, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely where it comes from because that's new. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Because yeah, I, you know, I, my preference is Spanish men. Yeah. Has always been Latin men. Yeah. Hmm. What about you? First thing I notice, an when ass. <laughs> if they're facing me with their back turned to me, one thousand percent. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Yep, I'm looking at that booty for sure. But if that, you're like, that's face, why he really married me, guys. If you're face to face to me, the first thing I look at is a girl's mouth, mm. like the way they talk, their lips, like that. I just always been a sucker for like a nice set of lips and like, yeah, just like mine. <laughs> like mine. What? <laughs> The hell was that? It was terrible. I'm delirious. That was that was terrible. Right, read this last card then, because <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ooh, what are you most afraid of, God and damn, why? In dark, deep, last card. Mm-hmm. What am I most afraid of, and why? Uh, my biggest fear is not being able to see my kids get older. That yeah. is my biggest fear. It. I'm not scared of death. It's inevitable. Um, I don't want it to happen now or anytime soon. Uh, I enjoying our life and though it can have its complexities, I don't. I don't wish to die at an early age, but I want to be able to see my kids grow into independent, strong, smart people. I'm not gonna genderize them and just say men. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to them in the future. I don't know what they're yeah. going to decide later, but I just want them, I want to see them grow older. And we raised the question in, I think we did it in the last podcast, or it might've been the one that we recorded and we didn't get to record. Um, how do you know you're doing a good job as a parent? Mm. And I said that the only way to find out is when they get older and they tell you, you know? Yeah. So I would want to be able to, live long enough to to know if I did a good job parenting them and to see them succeed and build their own future mm-hmm. or family if they their decide to have one mm-hmm. you know what I mean I would want to see what that looks for them um, so that's my biggest fear is not being able to live long enough to see that that is probably yeah that's probably it um, that's the biggest the biggest for sure yeah. I mean there's other fears too but that's all based in trauma and it's it's things that i can probably have control of and just not make you know bad decisions and just you know fires of course and just because of my grandparents and yeah Yeah. stuff like that it's just of course that stuff is scary you never want it to happen but it's not something i think of but something i think of that i am afraid of is that so yeah yeah but yeah what about you? But that's, you know, why we have the ladder. We have the fire extinguishers. We have the fire blankets. Mm-hmm. We have, like, so Exactly. It's like, like, that's something I can try to control as much as I can for it not to happen. Right. Um, because I've had, you know, some... And I don't want to talk about that now. I think we can literally have a podcast about, like, po- past traumas and how we've mm-hmm. dealt with that. And I think mm-hmm. that'd be interesting to talk about and how we... It's, it'll be an emotional podcast. I know for sure there'll have to be some tissue boxes and y'all gonna hear some sniffling. So, <laughs> But I think it'd be important to have so people can see that we are humans and we've dealt with some emotional and mental struggles as well and and how we dealt with getting past those and how we still get through them. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm ready for that. But okay. Like I said, in the future. (laughs) um, I I know for sure I'll I'll definitely tear up. I've dealt with a lot of 
deaths that weren't nice and yeah. some of them you know to this day still affect me and of course so yeah. yeah but what about you i'm gonna have to go with the same um that okay. does i'm not a okay. <laughs> it's true i mean yeah fuck i'm putting in a lot of work right now <laughs> yeah. you know what no, i mean I'm, like yeah. i would love to see that mm-hmm. um come full circle you know i, I would love to mm-hmm. watch them grow into adults mm-hmm. And, and find their passion, yeah. you know, and just live their lives happily. Um, and to be able to witness that is, is special, you know. And yeah. being taken away from, from my family at an early age would fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, kids going missing. Like, that is, like, a legitimate, a legitimate fear of mine. Mm-hmm. Like, my kids go missing. Yeah. Like, that shit is scary. Yeah, 100%. I would die. 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. These cars are pretty cool, man. I, I think they definitely open the conversation. <clears throat> Obviously, you don't have to use them if you have a podcast. You can just use them on daily if you want to just talk with your spouse mm. or if you're newly dating and want to get some information and get to really learn about a person because you're interested in who they are mm. and not just how they look. Um it can be helpful to develop some kind of foundation to understand each other and yeah. where you come from. And see where you are. where you come from plays a big part in where you're at currently and where you may be heading. So I think it's important to talk about your past and and deal with it and understand each other. Yeah. So... We have others too. I have one for the kids and that we've used mm-hmm. a few times. I should I should pull those back out again. Um, but Aiden, Aiden's definitely answered a few of them, and you know he's given me some like really good answers. So it'd be kind of cool to have him like on here so he can, mm-hmm. you know, express those or you know just yeah that'd be fun. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Have them on the podcast. See and... how silly they are. Yeah, yeah that would be definitely be a goofy <laughs> podcast for sure. <laughs> Um, but that would be interesting. I know they'd probably be excited to be on the podcast. It was yeah. Logan was like watching me edit stuff this morning and like playing on the computer just with like GarageBand and putting the music in it and how I was cutting it. Yep. He was like, I'm really interested in just like what you're doing. Like, yeah. Not, I'm not saying I want to do it, but I like watching you do yeah, it. It's really cool. Yeah, he told me about it. I was it. like, oh, okay, yeah. Like you can, you can definitely watch me. I'll show you how I like shorten things up and, you know, change the volume and things and cut the you know stuff up he's like, he's taken cool. an interest in um so uh what's up oh my gosh what the heck is it called when you're drawing um animation mm-hmm. he's like really taken an interest in that which is why i booked the hotel i did when we had gone to disney because mm-hmm. it had like all like the drawings and stuff on the yeah, wall yeah. when like right when you go in which was yeah. kind of cool kind of just like see them in progression and just like how it started with right. an idea how they sketched it and yeah. then you see the character build upon you know yeah. time um yeah, but it's funny because yeah from a sketch to a drawing to an animation mm-hmm. yeah like that's really neat he he really enjoys that process um and even just doing like his own little drawings like he'll do the like the stop motion like he want he says he wants to learn how to do stop motion yeah like a flip book type yeah. of thing yeah because yeah, he yeah. does his little drawings and mm-hmm. he'll like <laughs> Yeah. Flip him. He's, he he can draw pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'll say. And he's he pretty... says he hates his drawings. I yeah. was like, dude, this is so good. That's artists, though, right? Artists always are That's their biggest critic. Too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not that great. You know it was I mean? actually really good. So, 
thought it was good. He yeah, he's showing me some drama. I'm like, dude, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Drew Dogman. Yeah. And I was like, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. So yeah. It would cool. be interesting to see and have them on the podcast. Just I can't to, remember what else he drew. He drew something the other day, and it looked really good, and he threw it away. Yeah. Well, that whole Dogman <laughs> comic book he he made, he threw in garbage the other day. What? Yeah. He can't throw that stuff away. I have to save it for school. He, <laughs> he, definitely, he definitely just threw it all away. Yeah, you can't let him do that. I didn't I need know that. what it was. And I, I need that for an evaluation. <laughs> I just thought that he made it up, like, if in his room. It was in his room in his garbage can. The garbage can was like full to the top. I'm like, Logan, yeah, you gotta throw this out. He goes through so like, much paper. I was like, it's full. Throw the garbage can out. He was like, okay. And he like, and that was in there, and he oh threw it God. out. So, okay. All right, sorry, well. it's in the garbage. Yeah, no, don't let him throw that stuff out because I, I need know. it for. Let him know that so he doesn't put it in the garbage. <laughs> then. Well, no, because if he doesn't think it's good quality, then he's gonna throw it away. Tell him that you need it for school so he doesn't throw it away. <laughs> That's all. He doesn't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> nah, if you tell him it's for school or else he'll get left back, then you know what I'm uh, saying? All right, with your scare tactics. It's not a scare tactic. Yes, it's it true because if you don't have proof of the stuff he's doing, he's going to get left back. It's not a scare tactic. This is facts. He's <laughs> 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 you talking about? It's not a scare tactic, bro. Scary him. Scare tactics. <laughs> like, you have no homework? Then what? you didn't do this class. He you doesn't failed. have homework. It's a project, right? He made this whole comic as work. It's homework. Yeah. He's home doing work. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're gonna take it easy the next few days. I think we're gonna garden. Inside. In the winter. Inside. He says he wants to grow his horn melon. <laughs> the five seeds he put in the napkin. Yeah. Told me. I saw the seeds. He's like, I left them there for you. Yeah, they're still there. I said, Well listen, I don't know how to grow this, so we're gonna have to do some investigating. <laughs> I said, You're gonna have to do the research tomorrow. And I said, Maybe we can go hiking again and then we can probably find some videos to do the candles. He's like, Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been wanting to do the candles for a bit. You know, we have, all we have to be very careful because the candle wax gets super hot. Yeah. That means we can't be bouncing around in the kitchen. Oh he's like, God. okay, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He does not sit still. No, he is. <laughs> he's a jumping bean. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Ants in his pants. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, it'll be fun to have them on and just to see what craziness they come up with. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. again, these. Con- these uh, cards are called tonight's conversation this is the perfect date night deck and the other one we have is the couple's intimate sex edition we'll do those some other time crack that open bro nah, nah, nah. <laughs> i think we had like over an hour now already yeah yeah for sure Man. Yeah. all right good night guys yeah so that's that <laughs> till next time folks Push. Toodaloo.